many times have we set New Year's resolutions or goals that are something along the lines of, I'm going to read more, I'm going to start exercising, I want to lose weight, right? Well, maybe you started off strong in the pursuit of a new habit or goal, and during your pursuit, inexplicably life happens, right? Our energy and our attention is drawn elsewhere, we lose our momentum, or we procrastinate to the point of achieving minimal results. And then we fall into our old patterns, patterns of self-pity, patterns of disappointment, or we believe in some way that we've dropped the ball, missed the mark, or otherwise fallen short of some self-perceived milestone we had in our heads. And so we tell ourselves that there is always next year, we can try again, there's a Monday coming up, right? Maybe you fall somewhere in between. Well, the issue with many of these unmet objectives is that sometimes these goals and resolutions or intentions are just simply way too vague. I'm gonna start eating healthier in 2022. I'm going to love myself more. What does that even mean, right? So we will be diving in deep to discuss this further. If we do not clearly define the objective and the terms of that objective, how can we expect to meet it, right? So in this episode, we will be exploring some habits, some tools, and techniques to support us in facilitating the changes that we desire to see in our lives. Welcome back to Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. I am so very grateful that you are joining me on whatever platform you find yourself, and I'm so excited to have this opportunity to share with you today. I hope that what I have to say resonates, and as always, I welcome any feedback, so please feel free to leave me a review, Spotify, on Audible, or wherever else you may be listening today. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel inclined. So since we find ourselves at the beginning of this new year, at the beginning of a new cycle, and at the beginning of our journey together, I think it's really important to lay a solid foundation for our time together. So in this episode, we will be discussing intention, a bit about what that means, and how to apply it to your life to create impactable changes and measurable goals and habits. I'll also be speaking a bit about the inevitable obstacles and challenges that come up naturally through the process of change. These may present as resistance or growing pains. I'm going to talk about how we can identify that resistance, how we can conscientiously reframe it, and gently work our ways through it. So in this episode, I will be giving you a number of tools, techniques, and resources that you can utilize in your own time to help you facilitate the strong basis so that you can effectively meet your own goals with intention. So for our journey today, all you will need is a curious mind, an open heart, and maybe a writing pen or utensil or something for you to take notes on if you feel like it. Remember those Choose Your Own Adventure books? Well, this episode is going to be a bit like Choose Your Own Adventure, but with planning and intention goal setting as the focus. So with this in mind, I invite you to pick and pull the parts that speak to you, the ideas that resonate. Know that all of these are merely suggestions and by no means am I trying to apply a one-size-fits-all approach to your growth process. My goal with this episode is to provide you with an array of tools so that hopefully, no matter where you are in your journey, you have a variety of applicable resources to support you as we journey deep inward together. So with that being said, let's get into it. First, I wanna make a point to speak about the importance of language and how we utilize it. Our words that both we write and speak in our heads or aloud hold power, and we can use them to conscientiously direct our energy towards our intended outcomes. You may not know that the premise and context of a New Year's resolution literally sets you up for failure. It sets you up for disappointment. 
And the reason for this is that it's literally in the language to resolve. To resolve implies that something needs remedy. It needs fixing. It's a problem requiring a solution. Let me assure you that your process, no matter where you find yourself, is not a problem requiring resolve or remedy. Your process and your growth is a sacred journey and it requires some attention. It might require some awareness and maybe even a redirection of your energy or resources. But I want to assure you that there is nothing innately wrong with how you show up in your life. And that regardless of where you find yourself now, that it is your journey that has led you here. So I encourage you for our journey today, for you to think about your own habits, tendencies, inclinations. I encourage you to explore them with an open mind and an open heart. And if something I say challenges you a bit, that's perfect for then we are indeed illuminating the shadows together. So no matter where you find yourself on your journey, I hope that there is something that I can offer you of my experience. How many times do we set these vague resolutions and undefined goals? And then we get disappointed at the end of the year, at the end of the month, when we feel like we're not where we should be. We get disappointed when we find ourselves repeating some variation of the same pattern, right? Year after year after year. Well, if we let these tendencies and behaviors go unchecked, they just continue to repeat over and over again, the same cycle with the same outcome. And so I ask you, when your intentions and your goals are so vague, how do you expect to reach them? How do you expect to see tangible results if we're not first defining them, right? If you do not define the objective and the terms along with it and define it clearly, how do you expect to meet it? I also want to take this opportunity to remind you that growth is not linear. It does not follow a straight line or a solid track. So for the duration of this podcast episode, I will not be using the word resolution when we speak about implementing new habits or change. And I encourage you to think about the language that you use, both in your internal dialogues in your head and the language that you speak loud or write. I encourage you to ask yourself, Is this an honest reflection of my experience? Does the language I'm using serve me? And what I mean by that is the language that you are using, is it helping to propel you further in your objectives and in your goals? Or is it perhaps limiting you? And if it is, does it require some reframing or some redirection so that it can in fact serve you? As we illuminate the shadows together today, I invite you to allow yourself some grace as there is a bit of growth friction and resistance involved in this process of change. Sometimes this presents as fear, as a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, presenting as anxiety. Sometimes it presents in our self-talk, as our own inner dialogues, those mind traps as I like to call them, the repetitive or cyclic thinking patterns that we get stuck in sometimes. Resistance can present as that naysayer's voice or that inner dialogue that comes up and asks you, what will people think? Will it upset so-and-so? What if I fail? And what if so-and-so has never seen the side of me? Will they still accept me the same? Well, this fearful resistance that I'm trying to describe, it's not limited to the ways in which I'm attempting to describe it. It can present in countless other ways, but it is always characterized by this need to take pause, right? It's characterized by this need to stop, to reconsider, to take pause, and that need to take pause is generally always accompanied with a general sensation of discomfort. So whatever resistance to change that you feel, 
I want to emphasize that that resistance and that discomfort or that fear, however you experience it, that it is a natural and innate part of the process of change. Sometimes you might hear me refer to the sensation as growing pains. So I challenge you to explore that resistance, to settle into those growing pains. If we know that everything is temporary and ever-changing, I think it's a little bit easier to settle into that discomfort knowing that it will soon pass. Understanding that this unsettling sensation is just a natural part of the journey, it's not an endgame destination, right? So taking that into consideration, can you explore your sensations of resistance or discomfort by reframing how you look at it? When those feelings of discomfort, resistance, or fear arise, can you look at them as growing pains? Can you look at them perhaps as passing seasons? Can you perhaps consider that they may be little mile markers on your deep journey inward? Can you perhaps see these challenges as the roadblocks that are fleeting, that are temporary? They are inconvenient, but maybe perhaps they're necessary in our growth, right? So even if you can't look at things through this new framework, and if you're not quite there yet on your journey, that's okay too. Just by acknowledging this and where you are in your own process, well, that's self-awareness, and you are still making valuable progress no matter where you find yourself. But if you can hold space for this idea of resistance appearing as growing pains, I invite you to embrace these feelings of resistance, these sensations of discomfort as they arise. Embrace them as a natural part of the growth cycle and as a natural part of the process of change, right? And I challenge you, if you can, to sit in those spaces of growth friction, to sit in that discomfort as it arises. When you find yourself in it, perhaps you begin to ask yourself, where is this coming from? How does it feel in my body? How is it presenting? Where is it presenting? Right? So if you can ask yourself these questions, eventually, you can draw your awareness um, to what's going on, and sometimes this will indicate an energy imbalance that, that you can address later on, right? All right, so we're going to get into that future episodes, not now. The point I want you to take away from this is this discomfort and this resistance to change, it is the most natural part of the process. It will undoubtedly present at some point along your journey. And so as you notice it, I invite you to draw gentle awareness to that sensation, to that discomfort, to that sensation of resistance or fear, and know that these uncomfortable feelings do serve a vital purpose. They show us what needs our awareness, what needs our grace, and what needs our attention. So if you're encountering any of these feelings during our exercises today, I invite you to hold gentle space for them. You may feel inclined to push them away or to rationalize them away with our cognitive thought process. And though they may be uncomfortable, I can assure you that they are not harmful and that there is no need to shy away. It is brave to honor these sensations by offering them our compassion as they bubble up to the surface of our awareness. So with that being said, let's get into it. The first tool I wanna to share with you is also one of the simplest techniques. It doesn't require any physical tools or supplies, and you can literally do it anywhere. And chances are, if you felt drawn to the title of this podcast, or if you've created any kind of New Year's resolution or goals, you're already familiar with this initial step. I want to also put out there that if this step doesn't resonate with you, don't be discouraged. That's totally fine also. Everything I'm mentioning here is purely suggestive, and I invite you to explore what serves you. 
And so if you find that one of my suggestions or tools does not, perfect, that's absolutely okay. Hopefully one of the other tools that I will be presenting will serve you. All right, and there are plenty more that I will be offering you in this episode. So the power of visualization. Visualization is a conscious tool for personal improvement. By using mental imagery in our mind's eye, visualization helps us to prepare us through the practice of experiencing the outcome. It sort of acts as like a mental rehearsal, right? So the more vividly detailed and visual your experience of your visualization is, the more realistic you will perceive it to be. What you visualize, you can accomplish, right? So to visualize, all you need to do is quiet down a bit in your body. If you already have an existing meditation practice, perhaps you'd like to meditate beforehand, but that's not necessary. And basically the general idea is to facilitate a quiet space within, and then to simply picture what you want in your head, in your mind's eye. Can you picture it? Can you visualize it? What do you want? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Can you create the perfect mental image that embodies what you seek? If visualizing doesn't come easily for you or it isn't your preference, don't worry. I have plenty of other options for you. This is just one of them. But if visualizing is a method that resonates with you and that you'd like to explore further, I invite you to subscribe or follow me, Spotify, Audible, wherever you find yourself listening to podcasts. And to be sure to check out my bonus episode that features a guided visualization meditation exercise that you can try in your own time and when you're ready. The next technique I want to offer you is to write it down. Affirmations, intentions, goals, all of it. I cannot emphasize enough the power of your words. Combined along with your intention, it's a recipe for swift change. And when you write your intentions... It is especially powerful and potent to use positive and present language spoken as if it is already true. So for example, rather than saying, I want to lose weight or I am going to exercise more, right? You could say something like, I am healthy, well, and whole, or I take active steps to ensure my health and wellness. Even by just slightly reframing your language, you can drastically improve your outcomes with this simple technique. So then building upon this method, we can then apply this context and this premise of writing things down with intention from affirmations into actionable steps. And then we can actively apply this method to inspire and to create swift change in our lives, right? So I'm going to share with you my recipe for swift change. This is an effective tool in goal setting, and this method helps you to really reach your goals with intention. So the first step of this process, identify the root. You want to identify the why. Why is this important to you? Be clear about what you want to change. Also, it's important to understand growth friction presents as resistance in the body. When that growth friction presents, it is a good sign. Things are shifting. So you may want to take a couple minutes to really explore this further on your own, right? Identify the root, identify the why, be very clear about what you wanna change, okay? So once you've gotten that part down, the next step is to make the conscious choice to act. It is a choice to act, all right? And we do this 
by breaking it down, right? So you identify the large goal, the big overarching goal outcome that you would like to see in your life, right? Break it down. Break it down into small bite-sized chunks. Break it down into the steps that you need to achieve the large goal. If these chunks are too intimidating for you to do in one sitting, they are too big and you need to continue to break them down. Small bite-sized chunks, right? So now that you've got your why, the reason why you want to change, you've made your choice to act, you are actively taking your large goal and breaking it down into these bite-sized chunks, right? So the next step is to rearrange those bite-sized chunks into tasks, into a chronological order. I like to start my list with a step or two that I've already completed just so I could check it off from the get-go. This makes me feel inspired and like I'm already taking charge, right? And it reinforces that I have made an active choice and I am taking active steps towards my new goal, right? So this act of making a list is an active part of the process. Bam, that's a check mark right there. And if you include this step or technically any other step of the process that we've mentioned leading up to this, you're well on your way. So at this point, you've got your list, it's well on its way because you're at the point where you've completed A, B, and C, right? So the next part is to act, to actively do the things. So if you get to this step, you've already begun to actively create the change, right? Look at all the steps leading us up to this point of the process. Look at all the steps that, have, that are creating this intentional change in our lives, right? You've already taken conscientious time and energy to really create a solid foundation of intention, which is now propelling you further into your goals and habits. So allow this momentum to fuel you, allow it to motivate you, allow these baby steps and the small progress you've already made to excite you. See, you are already making tangible change. And when it's written on paper, you can really see it along with your own personal process. So I invite you to allow yourself to celebrate the smaller milestones along the way not just the achieved end goal, but to really celebrate and honor this process of growth. Small change paves the way for big change. You can also apply the same methods to habits that you wanna reinforce in your life. Um, if you're trying to create some new habits, write it down, make a habit tracker. You can do this on a daily basis. You could do this on a weekly basis, whatever serves you, right? But if the tasks seem too overwhelming at first, Instead of seeking to actively achieve all, all of your proposed habits in one day, maybe start by just writing them down. Maybe start by just asking yourself what you would like to spend more time doing and observe your natural inclinations and tendencies. I'm gonna say that one again. Write down what you would like to prioritize in your life, what you would like to invite into your life. Spend more time living your life and simply observe your natural tendencies without the attachment to outcome. All right, so there are many ways of directing our intentions. Um, we spoke about writing them down. What about write them down and speak them out loud? What about giving your intentions some voice, right? Um, also, I, I debated about putting this in here or not, but when it comes down to it, I think that it's really important and um, so I am gonna share this, but ask for assistance. Call upon your guides, 
your angels, your ancestors, Jesus, whoever you have a relationship with, call upon them. Call upon them for support. You are never alone and you should feel supported in your journey. So if that's a step that speaks to you, I, I encourage you to pray, to reach out, to speak to whoever you need to, and to know that, that your journey is supported, that your journey is guided, right? Um, another way of directing your energy and intention, you can work along with the moon cycles and the natural cycles that be. Um, so humans are, what is it, like 92% water or something like that. I don't remember the exact statistics, do not quote me. Um, but the majority of us is water, right? So we're influenced by the cycles. We're influenced by the planetary influence. We're influenced by the moon. Um, when you're aware of some of these natural cycles, you can play them into your deck instead of working against them, if that makes sense. I'm not going to go too far into that. Um, I may speak about it later, but I'm just going to leave that at that for now. All right. So another suggestion for you that I have um, is to make a visual representation of what you want to create, manifest, or invite into your life. You can do this with a vision board, right? It doesn't have to be anything super fancy or elaborate. You don't have to run to the store to buy supplies. You can use things that you already have at home. It doesn't even need to be on a literal board. You can make a cute little travel vision board on an index card. Um, I like to use stickers, magazine clippings, pictures, quotes, postcards, sometimes just words. Um, but basically, it's a visual representation of what you want in your life, where you want to be, and the words or imagery that embodies that. Um, it can be whatever you need it to be, right? So um, I hope that some of these techniques for actively creating change in your life serve you, and I hope that there is at least a curiosity in your growth process that perhaps I stirred. If the visualization exercise is something that you would like to explore a bit further, please stay on the lookout for my bonus episode that will include a meditation visualization exercise. I want to tell you that there is such beauty in allowing yourself to be exactly where you are and acknowledging where you are. It's temporary in terms to where you are going, in terms to where you want to be. It's not about the destination so much as it is about the journey. So wherever you are in this journey and whatever resistance to change that you feel, I want to emphasize that that resistance, that that discomfort, that fear, however you experience it, that it is a natural and innate part of the process of change. I want to remind you that if you are experiencing these feelings of discomfort, anxiety, or fear during your journey, that you are well on your way and that these feelings of resistance and growing pains are a clear indicator that change is occurring within you and that that is something to be proud of. That is something so worthy of celebration. Your growth process is sacred and it's beautiful. The ways in which you show up for yourself are both brave and enduring. All of your labors, hard work, and tears of struggle, even those moments and periods of, with of withdrawal, they all serve a purpose and they are all necessary for your growth and for your processing. And they are the preliminary steps leading you right here. So I invite you to reflect upon where you've been, where you are going, and the process is leading you here. I encourage you to make no apologies for the beautiful soul that you are evolving into. And I invite you to move forward with intention as you speak your truth, you honor your journey, and the roads leading you here. As you set your new intentions forth into the world. Your beautiful process has no need for resolve. 
and you require no solution. So wherever you find yourself, know that this is exactly where you are meant to be. And I am so grateful to have this beautiful opportunity to meet you there. In the next episode of Illuminating the Shadow, I will be talking a little bit more about this topic, but I will be talking about it under the context of Sankalpas. In that episode, I'll be getting a little bit more personal in my own journey and why I feel so inclined to begin on this podcast journey with Illuminating the Shadow now. I'll be sharing more of the evolution of my own Sankalpas and how it's evolved over the years, and I'll be even guiding you through a practice of setting your own Sankalpa, so stay tuned. If this Illuminating the Shadow podcast resonated with you, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future content. And until next time, this is Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. And I'm here to remind you that there is power in your voice and there is medicine in your story. Until next time.